It's Yana here. And this week, Terry and I are doing something a little bit different. This week, we are turning our mics to our sisters in podcasting and our good friends over at Chatting Over Chowder, Bethany and Sherline. Bethany and Sherline are no strangers to MC as they were our guest hosts last season and they're the magic behind the scenes of our show. Well, Terry and I were fortunate to chat with these fabulous ladies on their show about our journey into podcasting and more of our origins of alliance in this space of diverse voices and perspectives in podcasting. By the end of this episode, you'll get an insight of our joy of connection, why we have so much love for these ladies, and the five things we don't play about as minority women. So put on your laughing jeans, you know, the extra stretchy kind, and join in on the fun, because there was a lot. Also, be sure to catch Bethany and Sherline every Monday on Chatting Over Chowder. It's your personal podcast mastermind in a pocket. So Terry and I, we'll catch you guys next week. But until then, Melanie on that. called Tyrion one day and was like, Tyrion, I have an idea. Let's start a podcast and let's name it Melanated Conversations. And she was like, bet, let's do it. (laughs) Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Sherilyn. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in. Thank you, Yana and Tarian from Melanated Conversations for joining us and chatting over chowder today. Yay! Thank you for having us. Yes. So my favorite part is this is right after the holiday and you guys haven't gotten any chowder yet because I am watching it track. (laughs) And it has not gotten to any of your homes. So right now we're chatting before chowder. (laughs) Hey, it's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. Because I'm disappointed. I brought my bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not disappointed because when it does come, the kids will have a meal. You just say you just said you helped me (laughs) with dinner later. Now I'll still I'll put you a bowl to the side, Tyrion. I was like, dang. So I just don't get any. (laughs) Like Like, I'm gonna be my kid. You need to bring some sort of container over to her house and be like, this needs to be filled up to the brim and then feed your children. Yes, <laughs> they can have the rest. <laughs> and it comes with rolls. Those rolls are nice. Come on now. See, now y'all can't, can't be starting my year off with the bread. Bread. If you eat it quickly, it doesn't have gluten in it. Oh, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about the gluten. No, I wasn't either. I could care less about gluten. <laughs> but that's the trick. Didn't know that. If you eat it real quick, you can just swallow. It's like it no never happens. I see now. I've been got a- it. <laughs> I'm good. I'ma just pink. <sighs> so one of our guests actually yeah. asked us, um, can you like refrigerate the rolls? Can you freeze the rolls? And Sherline were like, We don't know. We've never had any leftovers. <laughs> Oh yeah, my girls that they'll tear those up then. <laughs> they're they're some bread eaters, so I won't have to worry about I that. But wait. yeah, oh, well, thank you though for the chowder because yeah. we appreciate it. I'm definitely excited to partake. In and the you bowl. guys chose the poblano chicken, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, we wanted to keep with the name too. It was like, we got to have some chowder. We're gonna do this right. So, right. but I meant to ask y'all like, what was like, how, what y'all. Which one was your favorite? Um, but it had me at poblano and chicken. So I was like, that's Terry and I think that's a go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'm excited so to have some. So <laughs> and Sherline and I had the chicken noodle. And you know, if it don't have adobo, it it's not cooked. So we were actually surprised because it had spices. And we were like, okay, well, look at here. So I'm interested in in the poblano because I haven't had that one yet. Oh, okay. I'm All telling right. you, because you know, you know, things need to have spice and salt. I was surprised. I honestly, I was like, Bethany, is it 
is it gonna be good is it good and we were like oh, oh okay okay bethany's over here eating it with like a full ladle rather than a spoon and every- <laughs> that's all i need to know is that it's seasoned that's it right yes. you know because yeah. it's, it's just just colored water if it's not i don't want it no color so- cream <laughs> so it does come with a ladle so i figure that yana can have the ladle the first week Tyrion can have the ladle the second week, and then Yana can have the ladle the third week. <laughs> this is a shared custody. I don't know if I want her in possession of my ladle. I don't well, you know what? Actually, Bethany, just have the whole thing just sent to me. I'll send you my address since we don't want to share in 2021. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I just didn't know that we that this was a shared custody battle. Like, I mean. I mean, like, we sharing the whole thing of soup. I would share soup, but you gonna you gonna have my ladle too? You know what? You can't have the soup and the ladle too. Keep the ladle. Keep the ladle. I get my own ladle. I it comes spoon and be happy. Now the soup comes in a nice big glass jar that is good for all kinds oh, of. No. You ain't got to tell her. Save. I'm, I'm keeping all the content. She just getting the soup. That was the agreement. She gets the soup. Was that the agreement? Because I didn't sign anything. Oh, uh, so I need so that in writing. Also, oh, now now we do things formally in, in writing. Now it's twenty twenty one. We got to do things. We got to be more profe- professional. But my representatives so, will be in contact with yours. As it, thank you. When it, when it comes to the chatting over chatter experience, contracts need to be had. <laughs> no, but we do want to let our guests know that. We we are cousins and we love each other. Yeah. I want them yeah, like, oh my gosh, what did you guys put on this show? Like they <laughs> No, it is all love and all fun, y'all. It's like we broke up, yeah, Charlotte and I broke up a happy couple. Like they had done years of melanated conversation podcasts. They had gone through the trenches together. They've had experiences. They're literally blood. They came on this podcast, broke up. Over soup. All over chowder. All over some chowder. Out of ch- over chowder, not just any soup. Chowder. Over chowder. Well, y'all know the basics. There's things that you don't mess with when it comes to people of color. That is food. their finances, their family, their food. Their the three F's. Yeah, the three, mean. the four F's. Yeah. Yeah. All the Fs. If there's yeah. an F word, don't mess with it with a, with a black woman. Yes, 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 yes. Period. <laughs> oh, last one, the froze. You can't no, mess with girl, yes. You, yes, you better. Yes. Let them know, Sherilyn. Let them know. Let them know. So now we're actually going to be a little bit professional, and I am going to read your bio. Just a tinge, though, because we can't deal too much, because that, that gives me a rash. We're sorry. Darian, put your professional hat on now. Okay, okay you guys ready? Uh, um, I'm going to read Giannis. I know. <laughs> Yana Reynolds is co-executive producer and host of Melanated Conversations. Yana Reynolds, affectionately known as the voice activist, is a writer and podcast strategist who's... <laughs> Who's passionate? Why can't I read? Who's passionate about helping Black women amplify their voices and brand authority by harnessing the power of podcasting? She is the creator of V O I C E, spells voice, model that addresses five key actionable steps that encourage you to operate in your calling and conquer resistance so that you can powerfully share your message with the world. It's her personal mission to take you from the dreaming to the streaming. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> and co-executive producer and host Tarian Jones is a docu-artist and world traveler that loves to capture the beauty of life from her lens. She captures and cre- curates beautiful and bold images of Black women to show the fullness of their glory. Tarian leads every project with the philosophy that all people were created in the image of God and deserve the dignity and respect. I love that. Guided by her faith, she strives to serve as a living example of what her faith teaches her and to share it with the world on and off camera. So for a hot second, I had a spoon that I would knock against a glass as, instead <laughs> of like the air horns. Like I, had this, I was like, ding, 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 ding. But recently... I have been just drinking black coffee, so I don't have a spoon in my coffee. So I am fucking up the whole podcast. <laughs> it's okay. 
It's okay. So now we're just going to be like, ding, 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 ding. So you could always add it in post. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? I tried like the sound effects and there was just not, nothing that like felt like the real to ting, ting, ting. So we got to do something <laughs> about that. So you guys have had Melanated Conversation podcast for over two years. And you're about the show. It, it says uh, it holds the space for amplifying the Black women voices in their stories. But it's so much more than that. Your podcast is an experience. It is like conversations with like your crew. It is heartfelt and warm. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your history, how you guys got into podcasting, how you guys created Melanated Conversations? Uh, you want me to go? Or you- yeah, go ahead. Well, so how we got into podcasting, I'll let Terry kind of share a little bit about her side too. But for me, it started out personally as... Um, a place of kind of comfort for me. Um, when I started listening to podcasts um, a few years back, um, almost what, three years, three, four years now, um, they came to me at a space at a time when I was experiencing one of the lowest points in my life. I was um, battling um, depression. Um, I experienced my first cancer scare and both of my parents were having some um, health challenges and um, I and also to couple with all of that, I was dissatisfied with corporate life and all the some, I'm just going to be honest, some of the traumas that came with that as a black woman. Um, and I was just kind of, you know, like really at a real low place. And I turned to podcasts um, as a way to um, find solace and really just inspiration and finding like a tribe of women that I could identify with that shared in the same space space with me. And it was just kind of up, well, not kind of, it was really uplifting for me. Kind of like a year into listening to podcasts, I was like, I would love to start one, but it was just kind of ideal at that moment. I had no like real ideal of like what type of show, what the topic and things would be like, what um, if I was going to do it alone. But Terry and I, um, we were, because again, as mentioned, we're first cousins and we're very close, almost like sisters. We talk every day. And as I was going through a lot of this, I would share with Terry. And, um, but we also in the conversation identified with our shared vision of wanting to have a space where we could really connect with other black women and women of color, especially mothers at the time we was willing to, because we live in an area that, that not a lot of people look like us. And it was hard to find that community locally. So we were just like, let's, let's have some time where we just have chats with individuals um, and just come collectively um, as a sisterhood. And then it just kind of more develop from there to um as more people listen to us there was like the idea came up about starting a podcast I actually I take that back I can't I called Tyrion one day and was like Tyrion I have an idea let's start a podcast and let's name it Melanated Conversations and she was like bet let's do it (laughs) she was like she had been thinking about wanting to start something too um it was what what Christmas was that, Terry, and we spent together? Was it like two years ago when it was me, you, and Shayna, and we were talking about um, some topics relative relative to like the things that we experienced, and the idea really kind of connected at that point was like, let's really like put this in motion, put this plan in motion, and start to work towards starting a show. Yeah, I actually think it was when we took that trip to um, Galveston. We took a girl's trip to Galveston. And we were just kind of in the car, just kind of chatting stuff up too. I think, or I feel like maybe we drew some inspiration from that trip as far as just like, like Yana said, just knowing like, because we talked every day and we could just talk about, we could have a conversation on almost anything. Um, And because we're family um, and like she said, we're like sisters conversations just flow so easily um, about anything and, um, you know, missing that kind of community because of where we live 
was super important for me and obviously for Yana as well. And so, um, yeah, I had always been brewing in the back of my mind. And so I was like, man, it'd be cool to start a podcast, not even knowing that she was thinking the exact same thing until she kind of, you know, brought it up. Um, It was like, say less, like, let's do this. And it was just so funny because she came from a corporate background and I come from an education background. It's like, we have no idea where to start, literally starting from ground zero. Um, But definitely she'd be like, hey, I'm signing this up for like this conference. And so here, I'm sending you an email for this. And just, she really was able to spearhead and manage like, you know, making sure things flow seamlessly. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this video and I'm gonna go to this conference and I'm gonna take notes. And like, for me, I'm just more of a creative. And so I was like, that's the only thing I feel I can offer you besides the, the conversation piece as well. But um, it's just been really cool. Um just, you know, starting this journey or get, being in this journey together with each other. Who would I, ne- I would have never thought in a million year, years. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And kind of touching on a little bit of that, on that process. Um, when we made the decision, I think it was like early April of mm-hmm. 20, was it 18, 2019? I don't yeah. remember dates, but um, from that moment, we were like, we dedicated every Thursday at seven o'clock. Um, and we had like maybe an hour or two hour meeting every week. Um, and we, we built our show, um, just from just the, that setting that time, um, and having the vision. Yeah. Um, I actually still have those set up. That's why you asked me the other day, you're like, did I, am I still sending emails? I was like, it's just reoccurring. And I've been trying to like get rid of them because they just pop up every Thursday night at seven o'clock. <laughs> now I think that's beautiful um because I I think how do you guys find that like your unique backgrounds in you know career wise and the things that you guys have been through even though it's so different from podcasting um how do you think those things and those elements helped you guys sort of build uh, your brand and build this audience well Uh, oh go ahead I was just gonna say you know our tagline is our our narrative from our perspective and one of the biggest things we really wanted to do was to make sure that we helped to spearhead the and change the narrative of what the black woman was or, or perceived as we know we see you know we watch tv and you got reality reality shows and there's always just this one version of a black woman. Say and it, like, ratchet. It's <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> exactly. Like for real. And that's and that's no shade to those individuals who chose to go to, choose to go that route. That's I'm I'm never here to knock anybody's hustle. But we know that the the world a lot of times looks at black people as a monolith. And it's like, no, no, no. We have range. We have so many things to offer and to bring to the table. And we're like, we want to make sure that we are highlighting those things. For me, growing up as a kid, like everything that I was a part of, um, the different organizations and Girl Scouts and dance and church and all this sort of stuff, like it was under the umbrella and influence of Black people and Black leadership. And that's all I knew. That's all I knew gr- growing up until, you know, I got, went off to college and then I started to see different variations. But for me, it was like, that was the norm. And unfortunately, not, I'm not gonna say unfortunately, but just where we live, that's not the case right now. Um, it's like, no, I'm hearing and seeing too many things where there really, there are two different worlds. And, um, you know, Yana and I think both were just like, no, we, we've got to like get on our soapbox and, and, and start yelling from the rooftops for real. Yeah. Yeah. And also touching a little bit back to what you were asking, kind of like our background. So um, as Terry mentioned, she's um, her background is in education. My background is in HR. Um, the great thing about both of those roles is that we, they're very people facing and you have to be able to connect with um, with various um, individuals and um, and really be engaging. Um, 
from although we always joke about how our professions um our former professions were so but kind of worlds apart they're so much alike I feel like I had I just had the grown-up kids and she had the young kids but still the same um thing but you had to like be creative in how you approached and how you know you relayed information um but also with a lot with both with both of those, it comes with a lot of planning on the education side. You have to be very um, you have to think through um, the curriculum, same way on the HR side, when you're rolling up programs and really trying to build a culture um, for the organization. Um, there's a lot of things that you have to really put into um, process and plan. So I think a plan on a lot of those strengths um, were just natural to us that we're able to transfer into this side of podcasting. It was just more the technical side where the really the things that we really had to kind of like push ourselves um, a little more. <laughs> um, and even in that, we learned, you know, we're still learning. Let's just not yeah. stop there. I feel like you're always a learner in life. And if you don't, if you feel otherwise, then you might should reevaluate that. But um, we're always learning in this road. Our actual first recording our intro if y'all ever listened to it um uh, we were so I, i'm sure it's, it's anyone who starts the show we were sh- so nervous you probably hear a little you probably hear kids screaming um downstairs right. but we were just like hey we're just gonna just put it out there and get it done and you know we just know that this is our baseline so we have nowhere but to go up from here And um, it's been, it's definitely been, um, uh, these two years have been a journey and experience of learning and growing. Um, There's still, sometimes we listen back on things like even like with um, COVID, that has changed even in how we had to um, approach our podcast because initially we would record together in the same room. And Terry and I really feed off each other's energy. Um, So when, you know, when we had to like rethink how we conduct this show meant that we had to do it more virtually. Um, We had to get creative and, and making sure that we kept that same energy and brought that to the show as well as um, still put out a a good product. Um, So just kind of a tidbit there, like, cause our show is, is based is more audio based. We don't really do video. But Terry and I have to like see each other to really feed off each other's cues and energy. So we will have our cameras off on um, on our Zoom with the with our person that we're interviewing. But we'll FaceTime each other on through our iPhones. Sorry, Bethany, I know you don't own one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just y'all that just came at me and I wasn't ready. <laughs> I didn't pull my hair back. I didn't put Vaseline <laughs> on my face. I didn't take my earrings and my glasses off. You know, I just had to do you it one time. I should have known. I blame myself, Tyrion. I blame myself. She... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bethany. <laughs> Don't apologize. You ain't got a fake apologize. I love you. I love you. I was just thinking, wow, it's really beautiful how multifaceted they are and how they're bringing that multifaceted Black women to the community and to the world and their voices and embracing all that they are. But now, fuck it. Ratchet bitch. No. <laughs> For your, and maybe we should, we should let the listeners know our backstory, too, because they're probably like, oh, my gosh, y'all and Bethany, too. Look, there's some energy there. <laughs> no it's definitely all love between me and bethany we- it, it is it is so much love and if i don't hear from yana for a long period of time i will stop people and hunt her down as terry knows <laughs> yes i do know about that <laughs> so yana and i had had a really um unique and in beautiful way in, in which we connected and we just kind of like got up together so we were both a part of this group called Support is Sexy. And we actually had a guest on by the name of Elaine Fluker. Um, she was actually our first episode. And she created this group, Support is Sexy. And now it's Support is Sexy, Ma- 
support the sexy mastermind. And Yana was in this group and she was dropping like her podcast episodes and she would come out with some like snarky ass comment. And then I would come out with some snarky ass comment and then we'd giggle and then we'd be like, so somehow somebody we were like, oh, we need to have like a face to face. This, this just communicating and being, because we think we're hysterical. (laughs) Yes. Y'all are. I don't, I don't know if anybody else finds us as delightful as we find ourselves. <laughs> but Yana and I find ourselves delightful. So when we got on our first conversation, I swear to God, it was like four hours. It really was. We talked was- about everything. Yes. Yes. It, there is definitely a special love that Bethy and I share. Um, I will say, though. I'm going to put this on record that um, I asked her to be our guest on our show when we first started. I don't think we were a good production at the time because she was like, I'm going to have to like reevaluate my options. You know, I don't really know at the moment, but this you is know, my I'm first time hearing this. I didn't I'm just, you I'm rejected just, I'm just, us, I'm just adding forth love to it. She was just you like, rejected us. Tyrion, there's the truth. And then there's what Yana is saying. <laughs> But did you reject us, Bethany? So the truth is, the truth is, I had promised one of our future guests, Kimberly Sumter. She's actually going to be on right after you guys. Yeah, we all love Kimberly. Yes. yes. Who's amazing. Kimberly Kimberly Sumter um, does um, Sisters Connect. That's her, her podcast. And she she is like a phenom in the podcasting community. But I had worked for Kimberly Sumter on Sisters Connect. And I had promised her, I will not be on anybody's podcast until I'm on yours. And the reason why I promised her that is because I didn't really know my podcasting voice at that time. One-on-one, I can do very well. But when I know that there is a large audience, people are shocked. I am an introverted extrovert. I feel you. So like if I if I vibe with you, if you're my crew, I can get up with you all the live long day. And then I'm like, because you're my crew, you understand. I'm like, I need to moonwalk away and go take a nap. And then we can reconvene. <laughs> but that uh, the notion of me being on a podcast and clearly I've gotten past that. But having that experience was just horrific to me. So I made a promise to Kim. That when I get over myself, <laughs> I will be on her podcast. So needless to say, I still haven't been on Kim's podcast, but we've already discussed it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> oh. But that's why, that's why I said to Yana, I'm so flattered. And I, I was like, so appreciative and so flattered, but I, I can't at this time. But then she tried to come at me right now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make this a Yana moment. I was just trying to. <laughs> but I think it's good to to also see that like just how far everyone has come you know what I mean yes. from first of all like like Bethany said who would have thought that this woman can't speak or make you laugh <laughs> anytime I'm on a call with her my cheeks end up like my face cheeks right? are hurting. <laughs> but yes. um but I think on top of that like even the growth that you guys were saying that you've had you know what I mean? And you started off where you were like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how great it's going to be, but I'm going to put myself out there. And I think that um, that speaks volumes. And I think touching base on um, what you were saying, Yana, about COVID, as tragic as, as, as it has been, I also think it's allowed a lot of women who thought that this was never possible for mm-hmm. them to really have a voice and be able to start to to speak out because... A, you get to speak to so many more diverse women when it's virtually because at this point, you know what I mean? Like you can touch base with anyone and it's acceptable right now because I've been working from home and virtually for about like four years now. And let me tell you, everyone would give me such a hard time to get on a meeting. They'd be like, no, it needs to be in person. It needs, you know what I mean? So the fact that the world is all accepting of this right now, I think has like paved the way for like 
everyone to really try and like have their voices heard and do things that they never thought were possible before. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, that's definitely true. And Terry and I talk about that all the time. Like the a lot of things are not going back to how they were before. Yeah. Um, and through these this medium has definitely and we see like even just in a year and or two years time how this particular medium has grown um exponentially with shows and um at the time when we started, I mean, I really don't remember all the stats, but there weren't a whole lot of shows spearheaded by women of color. No. Yeah. Um, and major shows. Go ahead. It, go ahead. And it truly is important to, when you start your journey to pinpoint who your people are. Yes. Because Yana and I, you guys had, already had your podcast and you guys were already in, in kind of like the beginning stages of of the trenches of podcast world when we met, but it's been such a treat because we've been able to transition differently, but together. Mm -hmm. I had no doubt that if I had a question, I could reach out to Yana or if we wanted to like get up together. So it's so important when you are finding your voice and finding this experience that you find your tribe. I have no doubt that we're going to be lifelong friends and interacting and like, you can't get rid of me. <laughs> yes. That is such a good point, oh, Bethany, yeah. because I was talking to this with another um, friend of mine who met through supported sexy um, circle group. And we talked about this all the time because we, we were in a group together where we, um, got on every morning with each other, shared our goals and really pushed each other to succeed in those endeavors. And our bond is like, we're unbreakable at this moment. Same way with you, Bethany. And it goes to this standpoint, you know how at one point we looked, well, I can't say I necessarily looked down on um, computer. Well, I won't say computer relationships, but, you know, making relationships, building a relationship through, um, online, because I met my husband online, but that's another point. Um, <laughs> she but, had 90-day fiancé. Go ahead with your 90-day fiancé. He was 90 days, but, you know. Um, <laughs> but the same way can go, we've seen this, how it's how it's connected us as women um, in, in the business, in the industry, but really just really truly making true connections and friendships with each other. Um, and now that, you know, we're still navigating through COVID, how now this, we were doing this before, you know, kind of preparing, I guess, for something for, you know, where we are now. Um, but it's just been so good to see just, it's just, I don't, I can't explain the joy that I get every day, really manifesting what I wanted that day when I was crying in my car, wanting a tribe of women that got me, that understood this journey, that, you know, that you can really vibe with, that you can really share your concerns, that you can really talk about real life things. And to see this now is just a joy. And the important thing to note on this is that every one of these relationships I've met, made, I have yet to meet yet in person this has truly been a virtual journey and experience of friendship and it's just amazing i and love the that so much that we do for each other like the true champion the true because we shout each other out on social media and we get nothing for it just we're just elated that you guys are doing the damn thing and that yes. your voices are being heard and yes. like as i just met Tyrion face-to-face for the first time this week. And I was like, yeah. well, that's my boo. <laughs> I think we were on talking before Yana and Sherline got on and we was kicking it up. Like we've been knowing <laughs> each other forever. I don't know yeah. how you and Tyrion actually met virtually. Like it was just email each other. Oh, wow. And then Sherline <laughs> hopped on and it yeah. truly was like a soul sisterhood yes. of nonsense and seriousness and, and, love and cutting up and because I can't roll with you if I can't giggle with you like if you if everything that you that I say you take to heart I'm gonna hurt your feelings like it's gonna be a bad conversation (laughs) yes 
Yana, Yana and I talk about that all the time. Like for us, our family are such like, we stay cracking a joke. And it's like, if you can't handle that when you're around our family, then this is not the place for you. And so that is just how we are. And I tend to gravitate towards people who are like that. Um, And like you said, I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to, the duality to be able to go back and forth between like, we can laugh and joke and then, okay, we're going to be about our business real quick, but we're going to laugh and joke again. And like, for me, that's what really draws me to people. If you are like in a box and just all the time, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to say I can't do it, but it does. It makes it harder for me to like want to engage with you. So I appreciate that about both of you ladies and even the ladies that I've been able to connect with via, you know, that we've had as guests on our show Mm -hmm. or even through Support and Sexy, through Yana, Dr. Tracy. I know I don't want to not drop names and stuff like that, but like they're just women that I've been able to like connect with just from relationships that Yana has built um, within, you know, the start of this whole thing. So it's just been really cool. And I, I love it. And my, my, and the, the other thing that I just super, really, really love is, um, like you were saying, Bethany, when you talk about just, I love watching women win and do the dang thing. It really makes my heart happy. Sometimes I'm like, that's just my only joy in life. I like to just watch people win, start somewhere and like watch their progress. And I'd be like, I was right there watching you. And I, you know what I mean? Like I'm supporting like, yes, we did that, but you really just, you did that, but I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. No, it's so true because I think like, I never understand the, like being in competition with another woman. Mm-hmm. I truly don't because I mm-hmm. like, for me, like you were saying, Taryn, it just fills my heart with joy to see another woman, especially that like, you know, you know that they struggled, you know that they're trying to work hard for what they're doing. You know what I mean? And to just be able to cheer them on and support them. Honestly, like sometimes even more so than the people that I've ever been around, like in person, I like these women, I'm like, yeah. And I, and I think like my mom would always tell me, she was like in high school, she goes, you'll realize your high school friends and then, like, your college friends are going to be very different. Mm-hmm. She's like, your your high school friends are going to be, be the people you were stuck with. Your college friends are the ones you choose. But I think it's, like, another level now, even, like, virtually. Because you really connect with people who, like, you guys all came together because you had something in common. You had goals in common. Or you have just your personality. So it's, like, like I feel like the connection ends up being that much more instantaneous. Yeah. So it, I, I love it. It's magical. And we are it. magic. Sherline is my Tyrion to, to Yana. Like I, I'm more Yana-ish. Tyrion's more Sherline-ish. And we just all like, like even the way that the Zoom is right now. Again, like Sherlyn again. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes. It's, it's wild. And we're like Brady, Brun- Brady Bunch-ish. And we just fall in line with who we work best. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Because I know that if Yana and I had a podcast, it would just be, no one will listen because people will be crying. People like, they're so mean. <laughs> and then we'd go out and have drinks afterwards. We'd be like, that shit was fire. And they'd be like, you have one download. <laughs> and it would be us. Like, we would have downloaded her. Because if it was one, I'm like, Bethany, you must have been listening. <laughs> No, no, that's but something that is- you would definitely say. You'd be like, if it's only one, some one of us be listening. But <laughs> numbers ain't adding up. Even our interaction and and like it's just wild how we ha- we mesh so well. Yes, yes. This has been. I don't. Do we? Can we share about our? You can share whatever you want, boo. This is your platform. No, I was just going to say, I I was just going to share, like, this is not a plug, but this is a plug. Um, And we're talking about this journey and how we were able to grow and expand and and improve. We thank a lot of that, you know, we definitely thank Crackers and Soup. Um, both Bethany and Sherline have joined us in this journey. Yes. Y'all don't understand. 
we probably haven't showed y'all this yet um, from a vocal standpoint. I know we probably we probably share our time. Like y'all could probably see the desperation, like the thank yous in our email voice. But y'all really have like lifted some weight over our shoulders. Y'all have and- no idea. <laughs> Terry and I had made a goal it with everything that was going on in 2020 we, we didn't make really big lofty goals because we were like we're just trying to make it to the end of the year that's goal number one um, and hopefully we get a, a few downloads along the way we'll just start fresh in 2021 but one of our true goals was that we were like if we could release something off our plate what would that be and without hesitation we were like the editing. <laughs> um, so um it is time consuming. Yeah. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, Terry and I we would do the work, but sometimes when you get to and this probably for anybody, like you have the option, time or money. You mm-hmm. you go on there's always some type of trade-off. And you have to really decide, you know. What not saying that you don't, you don't value one over the other because they both help you in different ways, but for you getting to the point where you start looking at your goals and really where you want to where you want how you want to grow, um, you really have to start asking those questions for yourself. Really, when you get to a point to where um, things are starting to move for you, and um, and with Terry and us too, while we are a business together, we also are business. We have our own individual brands and things that we're working on too. So it got to a point where also you have to think about not even just the business side of things, but your personal health, your mental health, and how all those things factor in. And for us, time was very important for us. And um, when you when you when you really start to dig into like okay, if this is what we really want, um, you'll find you'll find the means for, whether it's money or finding the means for time. So for us, with our big goal with um, letting the editing side go, and this is why it's so good to have, like you said, Bethany, to have your tribe, because I was like, I'm calling Bethany right away. I hope she got a space for us. Like, I just hope she got a slide because I don't know what I'm what we're gonna do. I mean, I know there's plenty of places to go, but when you know when you have a tribe of people that have their own talents and and you you just connect with them, you easily trust. You know, you know they know your work and you know their work, you know they're gonna help help you shine in your best light, and yeah. vice versa. And it was just, there were no questions asked. Like, you don't need not to explain me. And you, you, you edit. That's all I need to know. You edit. I don't need to know your process. Listen. I know you listen to our show. I know you know our voice. Yeah. Where can we make the payment? Yeah. And it really has, y'all don't understand that. That was like the ultimate gift that we could give ourselves like for us. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Everything Yana said, um, yeah, like we didn't, uh, we haven't verbally been able to tell y'all, but yes, you have no idea how much we appreciate the gift that you guys have um, and that we can just hand that right on over to you ladies and let y'all work your magic. Like Anna said, it is a blessing for the fact that you got that, you know, I'm going to say, I know y'all, that we know y'all um, and that you know our voice and you get our brand and, and what we stand for. And so Yana has sent over the... Um, like just the initial, you know, everything. And I was like, say less. Like, so when, when do we, when can we start sending stuff over to them? Like today, next week? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I think sure. it works really well with Sherilyn and I, because we have always <clears throat> took the stand of our clients, our podcasts that we either want to listen to or we currently listen to. We do not have any client on our roster that we don't enjoy their podcast. And after we get done editing or after Sherline gets done creating their graphics or after we've had conversations, I'll edit an episode and I will still download and listen to that episode. Like I never heard that shit before. Like I just spent four hours with it. We are a team. We are a team with our clients. We are a team with the people that we work with and we 
not only believe in them, we want to empower them any way that we can. And in order to do that, we have to like what you're saying. We have to agree with what you're saying. And there have been people that have reached out to me and is like, hey, here's my podcast, what your price is. And the majority of them have been men, I got to say. And I'm like, we're not the crew for you. I don't, I don't edit in a technical, I don't want to be sexist, but male dominated way. I edit as a person who listens to your podcast because I am a person who listens to your podcast and Sheraline designs literally for your soul. Like she looks at your aura. She looks at, she stalks you on social media. Like basically our whole business is stalking our clients and we have no qualms about it. But I think it is so important to like really vibe and know and like your client because what's the point of working with someone who you're like frustrated every single day to do a single mm-hmm. thing for them? Um, and I think anyone who has a small business, they're usually just worried about getting any client in, but they always forget that it's not the client choosing you, you're also choosing that person. You know what I mean? And you're allowed to choose that person. You're allowed to also say no. And I believe that when you say no, you're allowing room for the right kind of people to come into your life and in your business. And we've all worked with some suck ass people that we never (laughs) want to work with again in the corporate life. Cause I know a lot of like everybody on that has been in that corporate world and you look at your coworker and you're like, if I could just throw a stapler <laughs> at your head, I feel like I'd be all right. But I feel like I'd be at HR talking to Yana. <laughs> Grown people have never caused me the blues so much than when I was working like in education. I have never understood wh- why. First of all, we are all adults here. We supposed allegedly. to be teachers. Chronologically. <laughs> We're supposed to be educators. Yeah. And I just had a job. Had a who said yes to y'all? Who? Like somebody let me know because it does not make any kind of sense. And I made a promise to myself that when I started Crackers and Soup, I would only vet and work with people that I believe in. I would I will not accept a pay, uh, like money just to accept money. I'm like, I've done that. I did that for 18, 20, 19 years working in my corporate gig. I'm like, I'm done yeah. with that. Like if, if it brings me to the poor house, it is what it is, what it is. We'll all live in our car and like my RAV4, but like. <laughs> I respect nothing- that so much, Bethany. I really yeah. do. It has, been, it has done nothing but serve me. In that theory, I found Sheraline. Yes. In that theory, Love I found it. you, you all. It's Does so nothing interesting. but bring it up. Because in that same regard is the same way how we approach our podcast um, with the guests that we bring on. Um, everyone, you know, we look for guests that, well, and guests find us too, um, that, that that share in the same space, that have that same mission, that really just want to see each other shine. And they, and if, if you listen, like we, those conversations and how we vibe are literally how Terry and I interact every day. So we want it. We, we made a promise to ourselves, Terry and I, was that um, we wouldn't show up to show up as something that we are not. We, we are no longer trying to make ourselves fit into boxes that we weren't designed for because we're not designed for a box. So we're not going to incorporate that in any of our endeavors, either if it's our show or the connections that we make. We We want that same that same mission to like flow through everything that we present. So yeah. Yeah. If if we're not for you, we're not for you and vice versa. And we're okay with that. (laughs) We got too many DM people that we know. So whatever. (laughs) So so let's talk about, yeah, that you you brought up the fact um, of, of having guests on your podcast. Let's talk about what podcasts you and Tyrion listen to. Just yeah. on the reg, like what's, what is your go-to podcast, like two podcasts that you guys listen to? So I know this person, this, this question really came to me. I was like, she want me to give her one or two? I don't, I have, 
<laughs> I have a list of podcasts. And it really, actually, what I noticed, though, my podcasts have changed um, as I've changed. So I feel like a lot of, don't get me wrong, I still listen to the same podcast that I listened to when I first started, which is Supported Sexy, which is um, Elaine Fluker's podcast that you mentioned, um, and a few others. Um, but that was, like I said, at a time when I was seeking that, I was seeking identity and I was seeking that support and things. And now I'm in a space where um, I'm more in a building um, my, my, my brand overall. And as a, as a family too, like building our family brand. And so one of the podcasts that I listened to, it'll probably circle back to me here in a second, but basically they talk about, um, real estate investing and real estate rookie. Yes. Real estate rookie. I knew I was going to come to me when I say real estate, but thank you. Real estate rookie. Thank you. Um, it's, um, so yeah, they actually talk with various, um, individuals or this couples, um, and their journey and real estate investing. And I like it because it's from the early stages and um, that's one big goal for me and my husband is that we, we, well, he comes from kind of the real estate space anyway, that's his background. And as one of the big pieces of a legacy for our family is really to um, really grow in that area um, from the real estate standpoint. So I chose that one because for it serves a couple of things. It's, it's a way for us to educate ourselves, but it's also time that me and my husband set, a, set aside. We do podcast dates. So that's our time together. Um, <laughs> and so, and I'm listening to that quite often with him. So um, that one's a, a good one. Um, Terry, and I'll let you share yours. Yeah. So, um, so the two podcasts I'm listening to or not listening to. So one is actually more of a visual pod, podcast. Um, and I don't know if you guys know who Kev on stage is. Have you ever heard of Kev on stage? Yes. So um, he has a visual podcast podcast called Here's the Thing. And the funny thing is, um, so I've, I've, re- I've been watching Kev's journey since before he was Kev on stage. And actually one of my really good friends um, she used to live in Washington when he was up there. They all went to church together. So she's really good friends, friends with him and his wife. And um, so when they were kind of, he was just kind of playing around with stuff at the time, then she would kind of send me videos and be like, you should, like, he is like hilariously stupid, whatever. Um, but then the other connection with that is that when Jan and I started really trying to like glean a lot of knowledge as far as like what kind of equipment and stuff to use, something was just like, one of his tech guys who's always on the show, Joshy Gons, like does all the, the camera and the sound and everything. And I was like, I'm just going to like send him a message and see what happens. And so I sent him a message like, hey, yo, like what do y'all use to like record? And he was like, we use this, this and this. Do you have any more questions about blah, 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 blah. Like, don't hesitate to reach out. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, and I told Jan, I was like, I swear. I said, I think they secretly listen to our show because whenever we would drop an episode, like the very next week, something they would be talking about or something like that. It would, it would, it would be like just something funny or quirky, but something that we mentioned, I'm like, they'd be listening to our show. But I just love the journey that he's had and also his whole family brand and, you know, his wife and the involvement with everything. But that particular show, they just kind of talk about pop culture stuff. But, you know, he has a comedic um, kind of, you know, tone to everything that he does. And I find that interesting. And even with just the journeys that he's making here recently with some of the stuff that he's doing is just really cool. And I'm inspired by a lot of the things that he's doing um, there. And then the other podcast that I listen to frequently is called Truth's Table. Um, As uh, Sherilyn read in my bio, like I share my faith is a huge, huge part of who I am. And so anyway, Truth's Table is just three Black women, three Black Christian women who are all about the culture. Because um, a lot of times you see, especially like within last year, you talk about white supremacy and white evangelicals and that the, the nasty mix between the two. And they really speak truth to power to that, to those particular issues when it comes to how Black people are affected by all the things that are happening, but with the biblical kind of, you know, truth to it, but never like 
like mincing their words ever and never shying back from their identity that they are black women at the end of the day. And I love, love that. And that just empowers me so much to be like, no, like I can be black and I can be a Christian and I don't have to like try to mold myself to be acceptable to you in any type of space. At the end of the day, like God created me the way I am. And that's the only thing that matters at the end of the day. And I, you know what I mean? I'm never going to bow to white supremacy, the ideas of white supremacy, white supremacy, like a lot of that stuff that's got mixed up in scripture and Christianity is some nonsense. And so like, I just really love their super strong, bold black women. And they sit and have conversations about almost any topic, but um, I definitely draw strength and, and inspiration from them. So yeah, those are two podcasts that I think I listen to on, on the regular. Yeah. I love Kevin on stage. He's, is he not hilarious? Yeah. He, like you're commenting. The guffaws that come out of my body, especially when he does like the silliest things in his sons, are like a part of it. it yeah. And he's, I mean, I'd be cussing. I think I cussed like three times in this po- this episode right now. I'd be cussing. I know who I count. am. We ain't count. But he is <laughs> and like, his comedy is so clean yeah. and so like family oriented but you know what he says? He goes, I'm not necessarily a clean comedian. He said, I just don't cuss in my stuff. He was like, I, he was like, I told the line, which he really does with he a does. lot of his comedy. He talks about all sorts of stuff. <laughs> he just won't use words right. that everybody else uses. But no, yeah, it does make him more approachable to be like, oh, you feel more comfortable. Like if your kids sit next to you and they happen to watch something or, you know, see what he's talking about. It's like, I don't feel so bad. Because you know. it'll like go over their heads. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sherline, do you want to round out our last segment? Yes. So our last segment is called Bisque Please. I love oh, that. <laughs> Isn't it? Bethany is just brilliant with yes. words. <laughs> I don't know words, Right. <laughs> we get so, so much. <laughs> we are though. <laughs> So this please is where basically you're going to tell us your business. You're going to tell us anything you guys have to promote what you guys are doing right now individually together. Let us hear it. <laughs> so clearly they're doing nothing. Okay. About this <laughs> no, no we are actually <laughs> January 18th, which I don't know when this will air, but January 18th, we will be dropping our season for pre- premiere or season four premiere so we're super excited about that um yana you want to throw something else out there well there is a is so we have a few we have a lot of exciting things coming um this year um we're still kind of like at the tail end of uh, solidifying some things and dates. So I would say definitely stay tuned to Melanated Conversations. Um, they are definitely, um, we have a few collaborations and partnerships um, coming soon. That's going to um, give you guys an even better experience and really amplifying just black joy um, really amplifying black women. We're always, you know, going to do that, but we have some exciting things coming up in the works for that. Also, you know, Terry and I, we always have, you know, these kind of one-liners and things that we pull from our show. We, you never know what you're going to get when you listen to us. We don't even know what we're going to give. Let me just say that. So, (laughs) so so sometimes there will be something saying, it was like, We'll get like a note that says, can y'all put that on the shirt? And we're like, we sure can. So we, um, we're still building um, a few things, but we have um, a merch site mm-hmm. on Melanated Conversations with a lot of just our little quirky sayings and things from the show, as well as um, different pieces that still empower Black women and women of color. So yeah, yeah. definitely check that out. MelanatedConversations.com. Yeah, yeah, you better plug. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of that information, all of your all of your Instagram and a link to your podcast itself and your website, that's all gonna be in our show notes because we love you, we adore you, we wanna promote the ish out of you. And you guys are just you guys are just oh 
thank you. Thank you. So, oh, so I much. didn't say, I'm sorry for those who are, that are listening though. We are on all social media yeah. as melanated combos. Yes. So yeah, you can check us out there too. Have yes. The one and only melanated conversations. Let them know. Don't, don't let, let know. there be substitutions. They are the one <laughs> and only melanated conversations with Yana and Tyrion. Yeah. Now. Two snaps in a circle. Okay. They trademarked it. Don't make them come at you with some Esquires. <laughs> Bye, ladies. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having us yes, so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you both. It- thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode is sponsored by Crackers and Soup. You can find out more about our guest and Crackers and Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay stay super. super.